Greetings, Force users and heroes of all ages, and welcome back to Inside the Tauntaun, a podcast in the multiverse of fandom. As always, I'm Dino Nicandros, and I'm joined by Alyssa Simmons. Hello, everyone. And Daniel Dawson. Hello there. And today we are talking episode 14 of The Bad Batch. This is War Mantle, directed by Stuart Lee, written by Damani Johnson, and by God, we're Star Wars fans. And who you are, or where you came from. I am Iron. But they smell bad. On the outside. It smells like a new corn here. Inside, Inside the Tauntaun, this is our opening song. Alyssa, Daniel, Dino, talking nerd stuff, come along. Inside the Tauntaun podcast, please like and subscribe. <laughs> All right. All right. It's spicy now. Oh. Oh. We gave them so much crap last week for yep. and this week and we're gonna pretend like we never said a thing no that's not true no I mean, we said on... nice stuff too we yes, still we said did. nice and, stuff and everything we said still stands you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and they apparently listened they listened to our podcast and they quickly redid the next episode yep, and that, here we that are that is certainly how Animated television works, Daniel. I'm glad you. <laughs> Indeed, they they, they figure it uh, out in real understand. time, and yeah, yes. Uh, <laughs> and it's amazing yeah, it, how it, fast it, it, they can go. This is, but this is, I I don't know, confirms what we were saying last week that I think they could have shortened this season and gotten to episode 14 quicker. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. For sure. But I'm glad we're here. I'm yeah. glad we're here. It was so exciting, and not to mention just the the overall look of it too was really cool. Like some of those yes. fight sequences, like I was I, like the, um, you know, I don't know. Sometimes sometimes animation can look kind of flat. Like mm-hmm. this was mm. so so like the, the I, I know it's this is probably not the right word to say, but like the depth perception of the it just felt very much. It felt so real. It was cool. Yeah. I liked yeah, it. It was good and loud. <laughs> it, it was, and they've they've improved every week. You can tell that, you know, I, assuming they animate from start to finish, which I I'm not sure that's how they do it, but assuming no, 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 they, they animated they animated it, it, they animated it directly after our episode right. aired. Yes, but uh, assuming they do go in episode order, they've clearly mastered the the new tricks really really well and it mm-hmm. continues to just blow my mind how lifelike the expressions are and the uh, their ability to convey even the subtlest emotions and uh, it's it's really fun to watch and i've been probably watching half of this season on my laptop and i finally got Completely back to the, the big screen and oh my god it's it's a, a joy to watch it's so pretty we can start with a little recap but there's a there's a lot of uh there's a lot of stuff to talk about here. Um, Recap it. Uh, we start, uh, speaking of the discussion we had last week about <laughs> Nazis. Uh-huh. I got really creeped out by our opening sequence of an unnamed clone at this point running through the forest being chased down by 
dogs. Massifs. Massifs, They're called massifs. And you'll be familiar that these animals are very dog-like, and they tend to run with the the Tusken Raiders. You've seen them primarily in the prequels, but uh, creepy, creepy animal. We saw them in Mando, too. In Mando, yeah. Mando Mm -hmm. season two, we saw them. Season two, the beginning. Mm Mm-hmm. No, but yeah, the, the, this doesn't this yeah it felt like um like the scene was very much based off of some film or something like yeah it's an amalgamation right? of of escapes and being chased by German shepherds yeah and, right right I mean like that's what this was and very jarring and we uh, we're on a planet called Dara which we've never been introduced to before so they continue to add new planets to the galaxy fun which fun is fun fun. Uh, we cut back to the the Marauder, and we get a transmission from Rex asking our favorite clones to divert their attention to the rescue of this uh, still unnamed clone. And Rex we is all given knew this he was guy coming back. Yes, we and did. Rex is given this guy priorities, so there's obviously importance here. And you see uh, an interesting division among the crew. Yet again, and you you get a good sense of where their priorities lie. And you have Hunter, who's like, we don't we don't have enough intel. Like, I'm not going in with enough information. This isn't smart. We don't uh, have enough have Mantel tech. mix, right? <laughs> We're totally you have tech. out of the Mantel mix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have Tech, who uh, reminds them that Sid has hired them for another job, and if they don't get paid, they don't eat. Which, if you think about it, like, it hasn't been put in the, those terms yet. But yeah. Their very survival depends on jobs from Sid at this point. So, uh, Mantel Tech mix. makes a very good point. Mantel mix. <laughs> uh, and Omega, being the uh, ever empathetic one, says uh, there, a soldier has been left behind. We need to go bail him out. And obviously, her. And she obviously eats the most. Correct. Yeah. Well, you're right. She Frickin she piggy. does. So it means it means even more coming from her, considering how much she stuffs her face with the mantel mix. Uh, so they they are given the the coordinates um, of the distress signal that this this clone dropped as he was being chased in the forest, and they arrive on Darrow, and they uh, quickly discover that something is amiss here. There's a giant military installation uh codenamed war mantle this is war mantle which we've previously uh discussed that we first get this name drop in uh rogue one and uh and we, we're still not quite sure what war mantle is but i think it's now coming into focus uh that this is the clone replacement contingency um now this is happening simultaneously with events on Camino, and we've spent much of our discussion episodes kind of talking about what was eventually going to happen to the Caminoans, mm-hmm. what would happen to the operation, and uh, they they are beginning to wise up to the idea that the Empire is going to replace them. Yep. And and the Prime Minister, is he, he wants out. He's like, we, we got to protect our investments. We got to protect our technology. I'm going to arrange for us to get the hell out of here. So things got real on their end. The Empire is is now actively removing them. Man, I just wish that, like, in times of, like, great stress and fear, that I can act more like the Kaminoans because <laughs> they're just so chill. They like, are, yeah. yes. 
we are facing ultimate destruction. Yeah, not Nala say <laughs> is just like go hide. <laughs> yeah, that sounds nice. Execution is imminent. <laughs> I really Mama Sue's like uh get the car ready. We're going out the back door. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, things aren't looking great for Camino. Um, so the uh, back on Daro, the Bad Batch sneaks into this base uh, using Hunter's uh, Aragorn-like tracker skills. Yes, mm-hmm. totally. I see more Lord of the Rings in this. This is not an accident. I I don't think I'm being paranoid. Like there's there, especially these last two episodes. There's been some like heavy Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and uh, and Rambo too. Oh, yes. totally. Oh, yeah. yeah. Huge Rambo. He even kind of, I didn't even Rambo. think about it until just now, but he, Hunter kind of like looks like Rambo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the red, the red <laughs> yeah. uh, bandana. bandana thing. Oh, absolutely. I didn't think about that. Rambo all the way. Oh, speaking of which, um, <laughs> this is complete side note, but I was actually reading this like an hour before we got on here. And uh, there's a story that uh, Quentin Tarantino has talked about making a Rambo movie. Oh my god! And he wants god. Adam Driver to play Rambo. Who? Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Oh my god! Oh my god! That would be the bloodiest movie it ever would just made. Be pure blood. Jesus. There's not enough blood in the universe for what will be required for that. If wow. It happens. Oh boy. But there's a, a minor Star Wars connection there. And John Oliver um, will be so happy. Yes. <laughs> He's like obsessed with Adam Driver, in case you didn't know. So it, it's at this point Hunter discovers that CC five seven six. This is the the unnamed clone at this point. Uh, using his tracker skills, uh, discovers he's probably been captured. He noticed he was dragged, looked like a body had been dragged. So into the base they must go. And Hunter, finally being a responsible parent, sends Omega back to the ship. There you Wrecker. go. Send send the kids back to the ship. <laughs> Omega and Wrecker. Omega and yeah. Wrecker. <laughs> Literally. Um, and they noticed a, a shuttle has landed. And they're putting two and two together that this shuttle is probably carrying the prisoner they're after. It's at this time they uh, we make another realization that the, the troopers are wearing, uh, the stormtroopers are wearing uniforms that are an armor that is not familiar to our clones. Mm-hmm. And... But uh, slightly familiar to us. Slightly familiar. Mm-hmm. They look like proto stormtroopers, and the clones that are leading each uh, uh, division of of stormtroopers, they look a lot like if you played the Xbox game uh, Clone Commandos. Oh, the, sure. These that's the, that's the armor of Clone Commandos. So it's kind of cool to see. From what I understand, um, it's uh, very strongly based off of the original, um, the original original um, design. Of... Yeah, the concept art of stormtroopers. Yes. Yeah, these were Sweet these were dope. Ralph McQuarrie inspired, definitely. I, yeah, I love that they they that Dave Filoni in particular has has spent a lot of time recreating some of the the, the designs that Ralph McQuarrie thought up. Yeah, we got a lot of that in The Mandalorian, too. Very cool. Oh, yeah, tons of it. And Rebels. I mean, that that is the animation style of Rebels. So. Oh, absolutely. So we, we've, we find out more information on this base, 
and it comes to their attention that the base is staffed with only 50 clone commandos and a thousand TK troopers. Ooh. And if you're familiar with the TK designation, that is the designation of Imperial Stormtroopers. That's Toby and- Kendall. That was a place that we used to eat in college. <laughs> What kind of food was to, uh, what was it? I used to have probably grilled cheese every fucking day. Oh, okay. that grilled cheese was sick. Or TK Burgers, that's an existing chain yes. here. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. it's pretty good actually. Pretty good. Yeah. Burgers. Mm-hmm. I assume that's definitely what it stood for. Mm, yeah. Well, all right. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> okay then. Uh. So CC five seven six, he is in, he is in prison, and he is asking his jailers for food, and they are big old dicks to him. And just in time, the bad batch shows up, and we finally figure out who this guy is, and it's none other than our old friend Gregor. Gregor. Oh. Gregor Clegane. There he is. The mountain. Uh, oh, Gregor with his. Squeaky thirteen-year-old pubescent voice. Squeaky voice. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the last time we saw him, he got like he got exploded, didn't he? He did. Yes. Well, (laughs) yes, we saw him. (laughs) Great, thanks, Daniel. (laughs) Spoiler alert! Jeez, (laughs) he's Uh, alive right now, though, in our story. Yes, but the last time we saw him was in Rebels, Mm -hmm. which of course is taking place after this. This bridge is. the time we see him in Clone Wars and the time we see him in Rebels. And Rebel, I mean, so in Clone Wars, he's like a a dishwasher or something, right? Yeah, yeah, he starts as a dishwasher. Yeah. <laughs> that's just, I don't know why that's funny. Um, <laughs> I laughed, I laughed, sue me. Um, <laughs> so they they break Gregor out and as they're, they're trying to escape this base, he... He's explaining to them what's going on here and that Gregor was originally assigned to basically train his replacements, that the clones at this base are being used to train the stormtrooper force. And Gregor also makes a point that while the stormtroopers are not nearly as skilled as the clones, he notes there is an endless supply of them, Mm. which is a a frightening thought that the empire is uh we've made that much of an impact right that the empire is able to they they have sacrificed the quality of the individual soldier to completely overwhelm the galaxy with just cannon fodder and that happens that's what stormtroopers are fast yes yeah this happened in, in a matter of weeks yeah basically maybe a couple months so that yeah that's a uh a frightening proposition for the galaxy that they're ramping up this quickly. That being said, I do love that Dave Filoni just added a dash of, I mean, like a pretty important clue as to why um, stormtroopers are not as skilled. Um, yeah. Because the uh, the clones that were training them kind of just left, Le- didn't left teach out them a, everything. Let off, left off a lot of information. Right, yeah. 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 Gregor says it wouldn't be smart to teach them everything. and Which is really smart of him, honestly. Very wise. <laughs> he clearly taught didn't teach them how to shoot, so that was <laughs> whoops, good thinking. Oh, you know what? I actually just, speaking of shooting, um, 
I just there was there was some really neat details, like just little things that just again makes everything feel so much real, so much real, so much real. <laughs> <laughs> makes it feel I don't know, yeah, just just more grounded in reality. Um, but this was like the first time I think, at least that I remember, that we've seen uh, somebody shooting with the um, the stun gun and it hitting somebody's body part like hitting a leg and like mm-hmm. so his leg was like dragging behind him like because you know you we usually see it like right. it hits you they you're hit down. Him right in the center of their chest or whatever and they're yeah, yeah yeah so that was fun to see that like you know if it hits like an appendage it like more or less just makes right. it go to sleep and the rest of you is okay yeah I like yeah that, no that, that, that's a cool little detail yeah absolutely um uh so they're they're, they're trying to escape and and tech Attempts to redirect uh, their pursuers, and he uses an old clone code, and it, of course, does not work anymore. It sets off the alarm. Idiot! (laughs) And uh, they are in major trouble. And during all of this, Gregor takes a shot to the body, and they are just in really bad shape. Um, So they they call to the Marauder where Omega and we've left Omega and Wrecker, and. Uh, they're going to try and perform a pickup here. But they're under fire from enemy ships. These are kind of the prototype fighters. Uh, and Gregor and Tech are able to get on the ship. And Echo and Hunter, who are following behind, are stuck on this mountain. And it's just not looking real good. And uh, they're left to kind of fight off the troopers themselves. Uh, the Marauder takes fire. Omega uses Gonki to uh such a clever name gonky gonky the trash <laughs> bin just such a such a great name gonky um, the trash bin robot gonky gonky a star wars story oh i'd watch yeah. it it's about family they made it they made an ewok <laughs> movie didn't they why not yeah, right make an entire droid movie that i will be there for no just a gonk droid i know they've done no just gonky <laughs> they did the animated um, droid show yeah they i was gonna say they did an animated something Right? Yeah, they yeah, did. Yeah. I have not seen it. Me either. What's wrong well, with us? Yeah, I know. Not, well, are we Star Wars fans? What the heck? I'll write it down. Um, she's actually writing it down. She, <laughs> she, she actually is. <laughs> uh, they're able to get Echo onto the ship. They're making a last-ditch effort to basically jump from the top of this mountain onto the ramp, and Hunter misses, and he takes a long tumble. How he's not dead, I'm not sure. But because he's but he's Aragorn. very strong. That's right. Uh, on the Marauder, Gonki is out of commission. The systems are failing. Life is horrible. <laughs> everything, everything is wrong. <laughs> and Hunter uh, radios in and says, basically, leave me. Get out of here. We, we accomplished the mission, just you, you can't stay here. And it's just, you have this harrowing moment of Omega, just you hear her voice cracking, and she's like, we have to, we have to get him. We have and, to save my father. And Tech being the emotionless, kind of practical one, says we're following Hunter's order, and off they go. And Hunter is now in the custody of the Empire. A trade. A uh, clone for a clone. And simultaneously, yes, yes, and simultaneously with this, uh, Rampart, Admiral Rampart, 
is on Camino and he has discovered what the Caminoans are trying to do. Oh boy. You forgot you forgot his middle name. Admiral Admiral Kevin Rampart. <laughs> That's it. Kevin? <laughs> Kevin. Ralph Rampart. <laughs> Admiral Ralph. I was gonna Admiral, say something along Admiral the lines Ralph of Rampart. like douchebag or dickhead. Yes. Oh. But or Hayward, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Admiral Admiral Admiral, <laughs> Admiral Hayward Rampart. That's Admiral, actually a great name. Admiral yeah. Ultron Hayward. Yeah. Hayward. <laughs> Admiral Mephisto Rampart. Rampart. <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't think we mentioned Mephisto last episode. We didn't. <gasps> well, Mephisto, 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 Mephisto. Mephisto. We make up Fair. for it. That's yeah. it. Oh God, you say so, it three times and he's gonna pop up right behind no. you. No. <laughs> <laughs> so that's canon. So R- Rampart's in on the on what's going on, and he has Nala say arrested, citing that he can use. What her does Nala s- say? <laughs> he can uh, use Nala her scientific. Oh, God's sake! <laughs> so right at the end, let me finish, Daniel. That was my fault. Too. That wasn't my even fault me too. that time. That was my fault too. <laughs> no, it's Daniel. It's always Daniel, <laughs> even when it's not. Oh, but shit. do say her full name: Nala say Nala Nakusa. <laughs> Please, for God's sake. Don't be rude, Dino. <laughs> she Kill almost myself. died. <laughs> We're off the rails here. We're off the rails. He has Nala say arrested, which is an interesting... There's some connective tissue here now. Mm-hmm. So he's getting rid of the politician. He says, we have no use for Lamasu, so he's getting probably killed. So, seems I mean, that way. We, see, we got a closed like door, but yeah. right. we didn't get any like slicing noises or pew-pew noises, but... right. Uh, so, I mean, I guess his fate is up for interpretation at this point. Maybe. Yeah, and, and really, you know, the rules of, of TV and film, like, no body, no death. Although and even sometimes with the... a body. <laughs> right. But I, I I don't know. It's fair to assume that if you're left alone in a room with a couple guys, it's probably... After somebody probably has said that we have no more use for you. <laughs> right. It's probably, probably, probably curtains probably for uh, Minister Pretty Sue. Pretty safe to assume, yeah. But the capturing of Nala Say... Starts starts building the explanation for how the Empire continues to use the cloning technology. Yep. Uh, Again, I go back to Dr. Pershing, Mm -hmm. who is a human, but has the Kaminoan emblem on his jacket and that he's clearly using that technology. And if I might say, I mean, like... You may not say. All right, you I may won't. not say anything ever again. I won't. Oh I won't. I, I quit. I'm leaving this closet. Um, <laughs> say it. Uh, just say it. Make uh, haste, boy. The um, Pershing's like attitude towards um, towards Grogu is like kind of similar. I feel to Nala say. Like, and just how, like, motherly she is, at least, you know, like, that she kind of, at least, that she, motherly is probably the wrong word, because, but, um, but that she well, cares. Mater- I mean, yeah, I mean, maternal, yeah, it's, 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 uh, or there's, at the very basic level, an appreciation for science and, and kind life. of a delicacy and a, uh, just, just kind of honoring the work. And, yeah. And, and as you said, Dr. Pershing is... He's not interested in hurting Grogu for the sake of hurting Grogu. He doesn't even intend to do that. Right, but, right. And he kind of does everything in his power to avoid that. And there's just a reverence for, for science, but their science is being used for pretty nefarious means. Right. Mm-hmm. So so right at the end, uh, we have Hunter and Empire 
Imperial custody and our boy Crosshair shows up and and ends it with a very interesting line. I was mm-hmm. hoping for the whole squad, but you'll do. Yeah. Mysterious. So a couple things here. I, I, I imagine Crosshair might be attempting to use the Bad Batch against each other in that I have Hunter and I know you will come and try and get him. Yeah, that's that's what I picked up. It was like so using I, him as leverage and yeah. Like, um, I think that is most likely. You want your brother what's... back, down, Jeff? Right, come and claim him. Yeah, right. <laughs> but the other alternate possibility is: what if the Empire has use for Hunter in the way they had a use for Crosshair? Could that be what he's inferring? Wait, the what? Maybe. Could 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 there be a use the Empire has for Hunter beyond being a uh? a little worm to get mm. them to come fishing as it were. And uh do they intend to do something with him? You know, maybe reinsert a chip or Sure. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah, uh, if they have the ability, if they already know what how to do mind control and it works, then yeah, it's very plausible. So that I mean that possibility, yeah, that possibility exists. N- neither neither one is good uh, and knowing I the hadn't bad batch considered like re-mind control, but yeah. I think it's it's more more likely that they're they're using him as bait to yeah and and knowing the bad batch they're absolutely gonna step in it they're gonna sure, they're gonna spring sure. the trap of course of course but uh yeah that that was the our recap of the the episode and we have two left and yeah and, and the, uh, I mean if 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 Cl- the the last season of Clone Wars was any indication I mean those last, last two couple, episodes are yeah. gonna be pretty fucking cool um I was gonna say too about um you know what might also happen um there it's it's also plausible too that um now that hunter is there and able to like speak like mano a mano with his old brother that uh he might start to cast doubt into his mind about like because um especially now I, I'm I'm curious whether or not um, Crosshair even knew about this facility and like what it what it is what what it actually means for the clone troopers, you know, um, and uh, and having that new knowledge if that might change his mind and like because it's it's hard to deny that. <laughs> They are very clearly being replaced, and that there's probably no room for him in the new empire, you know. And it, that has to have dawned on him already. And we we talked about his fraying relationship with Rampart, and Rampart mm-hmm. has chided him consistently for failing to complete his mission. And and I mean, he was around when the discussions are being had about like, yeah, we'll see how useful you guys are, and. He has to know. So if if there is going to be some sort of redemption, as you say, Daniel, that it it will be because he's being replaced, number one. And number two, they're being asked to do really bad things. But the thing is, Crosshair already just seems so far gone because we've already seen him murder people. Like, just Just murder civilians. Kill people. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, he's he's got a long way to go in two episodes if they decide to resolve that in yes, two episodes. That but, is legit. Um, Which okay, so since we're all feeling like there's most likely gonna be a season two at this point, 
do we feel Crosshair makes it into season two, A, and B, do we think he's going to be good or bad still? I don't know. They might they might leave us on a clip. I mean, that's the thing. I just that's the big question, isn't it? Is are they wrapping it all up in two episodes, or are we going to season two? And if they if they do, I feel like it does seem like we're going two. to a season two. I would think we get left with some kind of cliffhanger with him as yeah. far as I'm preparing myself is. for that. Yeah, I know. That's good. I am too. always always good to prepare yourself for the for the cliffhanger. And if you do get you know resolution you you get it you get it and i did say last week and it was an overstatement but i did say last week i would be supremely disappointed if you did say much of the big ideas didn't get resolved but i as you said daniel i think i'm slowly coming around to the idea that it's probably (laughs) gonna be stretched out (laughs) yeah i don't know yeah it's 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 uh it, it, it to yeah it's it's they've they've created this ip it feels like it would be weird if they just like shut it off after one season i feel like they're totally yeah. gonna at least squeeze out a couple more seasons maybe maybe next season will be a shorter um a smaller episode count yeah maybe can, i don't know but i was i was um i was listening back to our conversation that we had last week and yeah, I just I think I think we were being a little too harsh if I'm being honest about, you know, <laughs> see, see, season 1 of like any show is usually like pretty, Yeah, that's what I was saying. It is is tricky because you're there there is an amount of exposition that has to go into like everything. You're in, you're you're introducing so many new characters, new places, new situations. Um yeah. Um thing is we did like it 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 never came across our tongues that it was bad. No, like nothing they no, did it wasn't was bad. Not bad it was at just, all. Just... It was a question of what was the point. I think yeah. we did say that actually. As far <laughs> as our larger story <laughs> we goes. Did not. And No, I think I think yeah, um, I still stand by that they probably could have taken away like three or four of the episodes that we've had and we'd be okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. probably it would be fine. Yeah. And and I you know yeah I was saying that it's it's more than likely a um, a means of setting up something for the future but like you know that's not necessarily I mean that's not an excuse because like a good writing would make whatever that setup also be really entertaining too <laughs> yeah for sure. but you know what I I, I I will go to bat for what you just said Alyssa because I, I think back to Mandalorian and I think it was episode five of season one where they introduced Toro Calican and mm-hmm. the whole thing mm-hmm. about hunting. Um, oh, sorry. What's her face? Um, the bounty hunter. Uh, oh, um, Fennec. Fennec. Yeah. yeah. So the, the whole episode of tracking down Fennec Shand and that episode just felt so out of a lot of the, the, the commentary on that episode at the time was it felt so out of place with what was going on. And then with the reemergence of Fennec as a driving force and that last little bit at the end of the episode of the, the boot spurs, which we now know was Boba Fett. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, so, so maybe there's some of that happening and Daniel, you've, you've made that point that little, little crumbs being dropped in episodes that otherwise seem insignificant could have big ramifications going forward and then change the way we go back Right, they go. They changes the way we go back and watch those episodes, yep. knowing later that 
So, because I have seen that episode again on Mandalorian, I've been like, oh, oh, wee, wee, wee. Yeah, it hits. Right. It hits differently knowing knowing now what we know. Yep, totally. Ted. Um, uh, th- there were also a, a few other great tidbits in this episode, particularly musically. I was that just going to bring up music. It. I got super giddy about. Yeah. Me too. There were all so, sorts of Death Star themes. Yeah, from, so many uh, a, new a New Hope. And when they're running through um, War Mantle, when they're running through there, like the first time you hear like the harp, the like it was. I was like, ooh, I I rewound it because that little harp trail was so cool very um, reminiscent yeah I, I love I love that we're now getting into New Hope era musically That's, Territory. Uh, good choice by Kevin Kiner um, also on the Death Star theme the fact that they try to escape through a thermal exhaust port <laughs> is yeah. uh, excellent it shows the Empire uses thermal exhaust ports on all of their major construction projects Yep. And they seem to be uh, a problem every time. You every, idiots. Every single place. <laughs> <laughs> My God. It is quite funny, though. It is quite funny. Um, so that was cool. Um, so I mentioned the uh, clone commandos in this video game. Mm. And I didn't notice this at the time, but uh, someone pointed out that... Uh, one of them is wearing a, a bright blue visor. Oh, yes. And that this commando is actually from the Clone Commando video game, and his codename is Scorch, and that game is no longer canon, but Scorch was later reintroduced uh, in Clone Wars, which I don't I don't remember this. Yeah, yeah I read that, to too. I was trying to remember. Um... Hold on. I need to I go back I and watch a... that. I have it pulled up, bells. like which which episode it was. Do we in. hear like the name Scorch or just like his like his his visage? Uh, I believe it's just his visage, mm-hmm. but uh, but it's it's quite clearly Scorch. I I yeah, I played the video in, game and I'm, uh, I don't remember season three <clears throat> of Clone Wars episode Witches of the Mist. I don't believe it. That's the one he's okay. in. So well, I will go just, check that out if you want to go watch that and look at him. You can. Oh, God, I miss him. Uh, so but much. David W. Collins, he's a, a sound engineer, composer, sound editor. I've mentioned him before on the podcast, and he is doing a lot of the the sound work on this show, and he's mentioned on his Twitter account that he also, I, I believe, was the audio lead on Clone Commandos, and that oh, he was taking cool. a lot of the effects he had built, and this was like 15 years ago, taking a lot of those effects and reusing them in this show, which is really, really cool callback. That is dope. It was, and if you haven't played this game or not familiar with it, it was very much like Halo. It, yeah, I it never runs very much like Halo. Was it a just multiplayer like yeah. um, everybody's against each other kind of thing, or well, it, it has a, like a single. If I remember correctly, it has a single player campaign. Campaign, but yeah, it was it was very much like. Uh, Halo, just cool. with a Star Wars skin on it, which was awesome. But yeah, this episode felt uh very fun, video gamey when they like jump on top of the shaft and are like scaling the walls and like get right. ready for my jump, like that. It just like felt like. And then the fight. Right, the, we, we, the... we botched the rendezvous. Now we have to go around. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Figure another, it was super yeah. fun. The ship fight. Loved it. Yeah, yeah. It was just um, so gorgeous. I um 
when they landed on Daro, it in some ways felt a little bit like Endor with all the trees sure. and yes. um yeah, I just cannot get over how how good the animation looks. Well, yeah, and just a little like again, a little attention to details like when they're walking through the forest um you know, and, and even from like way like some of the 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 shot, I call them shots, but they're not shots. But you know what I mean. Like from like way above, looking down, mm-hmm. I remember them like brushing past like some like a shrubbery, and you know the shrubbery would is moving like with them. Yeah. You know, like the but it's like the smallest because they're so so high up. But the, the I know I noticed that, and I was like, that makes it feel real. That's dope. Good for yeah. them. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, with two episodes left, uh, the thought is that it's gonna probably not wrap up. Well, I mean, we we should see like at least we still don't completely one hundred percent know what the arc of the season is. I guess then, and I, we won't know until the very end, I suppose. But um, I thought it was gonna be Omega. Like I thought me she too. was kind mm-hmm. of the MacGuffin here, and maybe she still is, but. A lot can happen in two episodes. Yes, well, and I was about to say, I'm going to be interested to see if we get some kind of unofficial report in the next couple days that the runtime for these is significantly longer. Mm -hmm. I believe it may be the the last episode. Yeah, I could believe that. Oh, one thing that we um, didn't talk about was that scene with uh, Lamase, Lamasama, Makusa, (laughs) and the children, the kid troopers. Oh, yes. Yeah, little baby Bobas. Right. Yeah, that was just interesting because you know she's th- rubber baby, boba. <laughs> rubber baby boba bumpers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when they're like, "Well, we're still gonna be, we're still gonna be like warriors or something," right? right. He asks something yeah. like that, and yeah, it just was fascinating. Also, something about because like Omega is like so cute, but something about like the boy, the boy troop boy troopers made me feel spooky yeah yeah did you feel spooky mm-hmm. <laughs> little 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 children well i think just i think like, in the same way that like looking at all the clones does that to me because they all look exactly the same you know other than the bad batch like they all look exactly the same so and they're all bred to be soldiers and nothing more yeah, yeah it's it, it'll yes. be it'll, yes it'll be very and i think maybe just um yeah and i Wondering why why they bothered to to put that in there, mm-hmm. you know, like um, if we're gonna see this little this little troop of kids again, um, yeah, uh, or whether or not it's just supposed to be like, oof, this is heavy because like you know, when they're gonna get rid of these clone troopers, that means that they have to kill all the all the kid the kids too. <laughs> That's, yeah, I think also um, whenever I see kids in Star Wars things, I just get afraid that sure. they're, they're about to be killed or mm. mm-hmm. used as slaves or child soldiers you know, all, all of the above but uh yeah this and episode he, still might. he very well could uh this episode made me really excited for the last two yeah so that's yes. that's that's what i'm gonna say about that yeah i'm 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 i mean like I was never off board the ship, but no, like, no. Um, but we very quickly that was a that was a quick turnaround from the right. The, we're back on track. Yeah. Yes. It was a great episode. Um, I Dino, Dino, do you want to tell us your theory about what if the Marvel show? Oh, oh what if? Oh, okay. 
Well, we're switching Thanks gears. Thanks for remembering because yeah, I totally I'm... forgot about that. Uh, yeah, just tacking actually, it on I, here I've... at the end, you know. Yes, I had forgotten as well. So, what if premieres August eleventh? I believe mm-hmm. and this That's is like the animated Marvel. Now. Yes. Yes, thank God. It's next week. It's next week. Uh, That's next week. Yay! Yeah, it wow, is. Wow, we're gonna have what if and the end of Bad Batch kind of overlapping. So it's oh, gonna be fun. Lord. It's gonna be a fun uh. few weeks here. So before I get right into my theory, they've they've released a. I believe it's 54 or 55 actor roster of MCU artists, actors who return to voice themselves in this show. 55. That's wow. So, amazing. so that's what, that's Endgame on steroids. That yeah. sounds expensive. Uh, there's no Robert Downey Jr., there's no Chris Evans, and there's no Tom Holland. But I think every, what the and hell, no Scarfield, guys? but everybody else is back. Well, what were they doing? Why didn't they were they retired. Do this? That's rude. Except for Tom, I think Tom, Tom was Holland probably isn't. filming Spider Man. Yeah, you yeah. know that Tom would be super into it, and also so, spoiling all of the uh-huh. all the plots. Maybe that's why they didn't put him in it because <laughs> <laughs> they're like, nope. Sorry. Right. Like, we we don't I mean, have it in us to deal with another press season. <laughs> <laughs> we already have well, to deal with them with Spider Man. <laughs> and we've talked about to that point. We've talked about what what is the nature of this show. We originally, I think, were in the headspace that this was an anthology, just kind of a cool, just uh, completely supplementary and not necessarily hyper important. Uh, Mm -hmm. Based on comments recently, it sounds like quite the opposite is true. And that not only is this canon, which we we knew that already, and that all these possibilities will just be, will be different planes of existence but i believe that versions of the characters we see in this show will then reappear in doctor strange in the multiverse <gasps> of madness yeah plausible. i can totally see that happening totally plausible i was and sitting hopefully... on a plane yesterday and i was like oh my god what a surprise to pull having like gamora thanos Zombie Cap having yeah zombie Cap, uh, Spider Doctor Doctor Strange, Strange. Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, how fucking funny! <laughs> yeah, there um, were a Ultron couple of, chasing down the Infinity yeah, I was Stones. Say, Ultron was there. There were we're talking about a, a poster that they released. That's uh, it's what we're talking canon. About. And and they but also yeah, I mean, now it sounds the, like with the multiverse being blown wide open. What's to say that this could not have, you know, these characters could not show up? We've seen, obviously, we've seen Peggy Carter. And there was an interesting note about Peggy Carter, who in this uh, continuity will be Captain Britain, a female version of Captain Britain. Uh, Her what Mm -hmm. if being if she took the super soldier serum. But there was a comment on her character that she would be showing up in a season two. So this is, I don't think this is going to be a one-off, which is... Interesting. That's fun. I mean, the what if comics have been going strong for 50, 60 years. So there's there's a lot there's a lot of fun stuff to pull. So that's interesting because I'm curious whether or not that means that that it'll um, that it'll be like part anthology, but then part not like like if in the season one we'll see like each episode being its own I don't know what you want to call it universe maybe mm-hmm. um and then the second season will be a continuation of those universes or will be completely separate 
Possibly. And this is what gives me the feeling that this is going to influence how the movies go, at least in some small way. I'm thinking about Eric Killmonger is going to be the king of Wakanda. Right. Mm -hmm. We are without Chadwick Boseman. Uh Uh-huh. I I already said this before, you know, that that like. Oh, yeah. These what if characters could totally show up now in Wakanda. I mean, and I'm not saying that it would be in Wakanda forever, potentially. I mean, that that might be its own thing. But, like, like I think it's very feasible that we'll see variants in the movies coming up. I just hadn't put two and two together with this show being the catalyst for that. Mm. Right. That's exciting. So, um, they've basically said here... That the MCU will end whenever we want it to end because there isn't technically an end. <laughs> of course. Right. Yeah, and how, well, there, there how in the world I mean, there would isn't. you end it? They can't. They can't, and they're, they're going to keep making They're gonna keep making stuff because they- I mean, that they being want the, said- They want the money, and they and people enjoy the films and TV shows, so- I, I, have, a, I have a follow-up question. So, um, uh, if, if the MCU ended at Endgame- and they were just like, you know, Kevin Feige just like dusted off his hands, said, I did it. That's it. Mm-hmm. The MCU is up to you now, everybody. Or, you know, the MCU is done and we're now restarting everything. Like, would you be pleased or would you um, be okay with that ending? You mean if, it, like, there were no other... It would have other... been bittersweet for me. Sure. Yeah, because I mean, we got but such like, amazing wh- things. But, like, what but... an incredible ending it was. Sure. I just like now now that um I have fully invested myself in the comic world like uh-huh. there's just so many cool things that can yeah. be made into TV shows and movies and they barely scratch the surface. Yeah, I mean there's so like we got to see a little bit of this kind of with Black Widow with Taskmaster showing up. Like that's a character right. that's been like oh bitch so okay, let's just let's let, just very very quick because I know you have to go pretty soon. Um, but the tea, the tea about Black Widow. Do we think, knowing what we know about the Black Widow, um, is Scarlett Johansson done? Is she um, done? I, Sorry. So like the done. tea, the, the tea is, is that Scarlett Johansson is now currently suing Disney, um, for releasing. Black Widow um, on Disney Premiere alongside the movie theaters yes. because she feels like she's been cheated out of fifty million dollars, <laughs> um, and um, but she got twenty million, so she's upset that she didn't get her last thirty, I guess, or or, or maybe it's fifty on in addition to the twenty. I'm not sure, but um, I mean that is a lot of fucking money, so I I, I get that, but um, but yeah, so so Disney came back and was just like, I can't believe that you would do this in the middle of a pandemic. How dare you? And then Kevin Feige came in and was just like, Disney, whoa, watch it. This is our girl Scarlet, and she deserves better, you bitch. And so, like, everybody is, like, everybody's angry at each other, and it makes me nervous because legal things always fuck up everything. Um, So I'm curious if you think that, like, this is going to affect like the MCU in any shape or form, like at least with, I mean, I assume her character going forward might have some changes. I mean, I know that she wasn't well, necessarily character, planning to. She's, she's Her gone. character's done. 
Well, yes, but I guess the the option for her to be a variant in some shape or form is probably oh. out the window. I mean, no. in my mind, I yeah, kind I mean, of I like. Yeah. I just I said goodbye to her. <laughs> with the also, Black, same. With, I said goodbye to her with the Black Widow movie. Nothing against her at all. It's just like yeah. I said goodbye to her, and like Florence Pugh, like I think eventually will take on the the title of Black Widow. Like yep. you're probably right. So so and, for me, like. The black widow, also, the, she, the new Black Widow will will be will be Florence Pugh. Yeah, that makes yep. sense. And I mean, and also, I I assume that she probably sensed that as well because I, I mean, I don't really know her, but I don't know if she would have had as much courage <laughs> to do what she has done now if she knew that there were like several contracts down the line waiting for her. Um, I do think it's interesting, though, that Kevin Feige, who is largely considered a company man and yeah, uh, not a confrontational person, the fact he felt he needed to weigh in on this yeah. and then revealed that he aired his displeasure with Disney several mm. times uh-huh. about how thing. this was going down. I mean, that 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 makes not that I didn't believe Scarlett Johansson on no, her own terms. Of course, I, of I did, uh, what she said made sense, and it was totally at, at the least interesting legal discussion but yeah the fact that the head of the and it, Marvel it has Studios large step- implications for every actor really right. sure going forward because they're mm-hmm. what well, yeah, and release gonna is do going to do the double release yeah. yeah the jungle cruise is dealing with that right now like yep. you know suicide squad on hbo max like mm-hmm. there it's a it's a new territory in the same way uh streaming streaming contracts were a new territory you know 10 15 years ago people were like right. wait i don't i don't right. make residual money what the hell <laughs> yeah wtf what well, and i just the fact that he deemed it necessary to step in tells me that there's there was uh, some missteps on disney's yeah. part i don't doubt yeah. that i don't doubt I, they, that they, they, they that their the response i mean for all you all the, out there that haven't read into it um you should read their response because it is scathing it was like it really, really surprised me. I was like, "Yeah, that's not that's they, not like them." No, it came. Normally, they came yeah. out with like like blood on their teeth. It was like yikes. Well, and and Feige, you have to think from his perspective. He's like, uh, "My job is to make sure top of the line talent is here and available to me at all times, and I can't right. have the parent company abusing my relationships with them." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, right. And and as actors. All three of us put ourselves in Scarlett Johansson. I mean, forget we're talking about tens of millions of dollars I, for a second. I, but I, just I, can't even, I can't even fathom, so it's fine. <laughs> but but just just put ourselves in that position of 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 getting what you're owed in terms of the work you've put in. Right. And she's been here since the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally she, the beginning, She's right? clearly under the uh, understanding that there was at least going at the very least going to be a delay between the theater, theatrical release and the Disney plus release. Right. Um, and then there was, so if and that she, was abused, it was abused got her and it has to be solo rectified. Film. She finally got her solo film. Right. No, I mean, I, I think, I think we have a tendency to look at these people and go, Oh, tens of millions of dollars. I mean, get over yourself, but it's, it's, it's not like she just right. kind of shows up to works and phones it in. She puts in a lot of, she put in, 11 years of her career and I'm like give give her her money if, oh, yeah. if she's owed well, 50 she's a million producer dollars, now give her too so dollars. she's going to be yeah she's she's now going to be taking her own money and putting it into productions you know what I mean right. and it, productions from, are expensive right. for my thing like in the scheme of things like 50 million to Disney is a drop is in nothing. the bucket so yeah 
I, I, I'm not surprised that they responded that way, but it's a bummer. Yeah, it was rude. <laughs> and I just hope it, I hope it doesn't uh, dissuade other actors from joining on in the future. I mean, sure. it, it, there's no sign that is going to be the case because we've seen a lot of cool casting recently. But they they need to tread carefully here mm-hmm. about yeah. nickeling and diming their A-list yeah. Academy Award level talent. Yeah, it is a yeah. slippery she made slope. You, she made you buckets and buckets and buckets of money. So, yeah, so if anything, right. I hope that she's at least... You know, I mean, it's not biting the hand that feeds you, but it kind of is. But also it's like like just making sure that everybody's getting their fair share. So I I, I do appreciate at least her bringing that. Uh, well, and attention. and it, it it is important to note that um, for whatever reason, Black Widow has suffered at the box office in a way that I thought it did uh, so well with in the, the simultaneous first, uh, release the... on. Di- but w- along with the uh, it's released on Disney Plus, but. You then had Jungle Cruise, which is outperforming where Black Widow was. Oh, is uh, that and they right? Too had a, they, had, they too have a simultaneous release. But you just think about it. Most of, I would imagine, I've never, I haven't seen Scarlett Johansson's contract, but if I'm thinking about Robert Downey Jr., where he, you know, he had negotiated percentage points of, of box office receipts, and that's where he right. makes a shit ton of his. Sure his money right so if disney plus is eating into the that's the crux of this if disney plus is eating into the box office receipts she's directly feeling that oh 100 yeah, so sure. yeah yeah but she the, the disney the disney's response made it sound like she was supposed to get some sort of uh portion of the disney premiere as well mm. but maybe it's a smaller portion which i don't think that i mean that doesn't make any M- sense to me be. but but I mean, I, I, the only reason why I would be it, like that she would be pissed if it was smaller, so, and assumedly it is. So, um, mm. yeah. But very interesting. I, I did not. That came out of left field. I did not expect that drama to be out there in the universe now. But um, I guess it'll we'll all keep you updated. Indeed. Yeah. Well, we have some fun stuff coming up. We have got. Um, Bad Batch next week and yes. uh, what, what if the penultimate episode? Yes, on the horizon and I just uh, like to say the three, that word. the three of us are going to uh, Dodgers versus Astros game <gasps> yes. this week. So that's oh, fun. Let's friggin' go! We're not doing a podcast about it though. Dino is going to get booed a lot, but it will be okay. Oh, I'm going to be physically assaulted, um, and I'm not going to know what's going on. <laughs> we'll protect you. Don't worry. <laughs> Um. Yeah. This is inside the Tauntaun. A human shield, actually. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good idea. That's fine. I can take it. (laughs) It was him. He said it. (laughs) Who me? (laughs) The guy in the Dodgers hat. That's weird. (laughs) He's a turncoat. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us, uh, and we hope that you are having fun like we are. Yeah. This is uh, Inside the Tauntaun, a podcast in the multiverse of fandom. You said that already! I'm sorry. I didn't, because we kept talking about baseball, oh, so Just I kidding. only said half of it. I'm Alyssa Simmons. <laughs> I'm Daniel Dawson. And I'm Dino Nicandros. <laughs> May the force be with you. Always. Inside the Tauntaun podcast, please like and subscribe. <laughs>